0: Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Although Black architects attain the same education, perform on the same project teams, and complete similar project types, historically their credentials are questioned and their work often goes
1: unnoticed. We're here to change that. I'm Karen Burton. And I'm Sandra Little. And this is Hidden in Plain Sight, and that's spelled S-I-T-E, the podcast where the world can get to know the very significant contributions contemporary and trailblazing architects have made to the profession, the community, and major cities across the U.S. Well, well, we are at the
0: end of season one this time has gone by so quickly it has it has it's hard to believe that we started this you know earlier this year and we've featured 10 architects and architectural designers on this season our first season of hidden in plain sight s-i-t-e yes Uh, and we are so excited about continuing with this and we're happy and thankful that people are listening and that we get to hear the feedback that you all are enjoying th- these episodes. So thank you for listening. We appreciate that.
1: Yes. Thanks for listening. Like, I said, like Karen said, and if you haven't, you know, if you're listening to the wrap up and you haven't heard these 10 uh, great episodes, go back and listen, like, and subscribe on podcast uh, platforms of your choice and uh, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. And you can also contact us at hello at NoirDesignParty.com if you want to send any direct uh, comments and feedback. We greatly appreciate it. So we'll know that somebody's on the other side of this mic uh, <laughs> hearing <laughs> us. Right. So definitely definitely give us some feedback. All right. But yeah, great lineup this uh, this season. It was, you know, a lot of the people you hear on the episodes we know, but we learned so much from each individual along the way. Uh, with these interviews, and we hope you enjoyed the conversations yeah. that we have with each one of them. You
0: know, we we've known everybody that we've interviewed, I think, for quite some time, but we got a lot of great insight into who they are and their approach to architecture and the facets of architecture that they want to pursue or not pursue. In some cases, being architecture adjacent, as I like to call it. Um, and working in some other field, but using their training uh, as an architectural designer to make their profession, their chosen profession now even better and to serve their clients better.
1: Yes. And if you definitely look at our show notes for over the last season, you'll, you'll get a chance to see the sites that we like to talk about, right? Hidden in plain sight. So you can see these architects work across the country and be able to link to some of their some of their projects. Uh, within the show notes and see some of the things that they're actually working on and then follow them right you'll get a chance to see uh what they're working on in the future because this is the this is the up-and-coming generation like they said right it takes what years to build an architectural career so this okay. is you're, you're <laughs> on the ground floor level seeing all of this this growth that's happening and a lot of a lot of these architects have work in progress right now so like i said follow them and see um the great output that they're putting out of their firms and studios and like I said, you can then feel the connection to their work by knowing their stories. Right. Well. So I'm just it's just great.
0: You know, Sandra, we we started Noir Design Party in 2016, so over five years ago, mm-hmm. over six years ago now,
1: yeah. and
0: we started by researching what we call our trailblazing architects, those first black architects in Detroit and Michigan. And we spend a lot of time researching them. We've talked to families. We talked to the architects when we could. Spent a lot of time with Nathan Johnson. Um, but we wanted to start our podcast with the current generation and this new generation that's practicing architecture and tie the present to the past.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and we can see some of those connections. Just like when we were talking about the uh, Trails Blazers, a lot of them got their start from our first two trailblazer architects who started their firms as kind of incubators uh, to black architects here in Michigan, Griffin and White's firm. And you see some of that same, those same traits in a lot of these designers and architects that we interviewed Mm -hmm. this season, you know, Hamilton Anderson being an incubator, right? A lot of the minority firms that are in Michigan still help these architects, you know, get their start. It's usually the first firm that they usually work for is a firm of color, right? So right. that's a trend, right? It's just they they are the ones that come to the campuses and, and look for these students, right? And they are the ones that help them get their start in their career. So that's still a trend that's happening in the profession today.
0: And you are a prime example of that. You know, the number of people that we've interviewed so far that wow. talk about, How uh, you gave them an opportunity at your firm, when you had your own firm, um, when they needed work, they worked with you. You gave them an opportunity to work, the number of uh, student interns that you've had in
1: your office.
0: Uh, So you continue that tradition as well.
1: Yeah, And it is, especially after you get in the profession and you learn that, you know, you're the only in a lot of rooms, Mm -hmm. you feel like. It's almost like an obligation that you feel like, okay, I got to, you know, make it make it easier for somebody else. Right. right? I know I already know what they're going through. I know where the gaps are. Let me go find them and let me, you know, help them along the way. So they won't have to, you know, have to go through the same struggles (laughs) that that, uh, others have went through. So uh, it does become a, a, a passion just because of experience. Right.
0: you know, speaking of not only helping young architects, but one of the running themes that we have is that the architects feel an obligation to help their communities and to make a difference in the landscape and the design of the communities where they're working and Black communities in particular.
1: That's very true. I mean, that that was another uh, theme throughout everybody's work. And it comes from their own personal vantage point, but they end up um, making it their own. But it is mm-hmm. that same impact on community. Um, it could be you focus like Mike Ford. It could be church focused like Sarah. You know, it could be with Brian. It was you focused with Project Pipeline, mm-hmm. you know, and with Amani, uh, it became business focus. Right. So the, the number of small businesses that. She's worked with and then with Damon, it was like, how can I bring how can I bring Afrocentric kind of Afrofuturism, you know, uh, design to my community? Right. right? Uh, Everybody had had their vantage point, but it was all about bringing it home. Right. Bringing it to the community. Mm -hmm. And how dope was it that our first episode, we
0: had Kimberly Dowdell as our guest. Yes, 2024 yes. president-elect of the American Institute of Architects, first Black woman to be elected president, former national president of the National Organization of Minority Architects, and she is from Detroit. Yeah, So uh, yeah, glad to know her and that that she would come on so we could interview her.
1: Made me realize, like I said, how great of a moment this was to have this season come out because to interview her on you know, interview her on the eve before we even knew right. <laughs> she had won the election, right? And then to release it the week of the NOMA conference and be able to talk to her right after it was released, right? Mm-hmm. And to be at the NOMA conference and have the NOMA family, literally, we we're in our first like all you know, when you have the all keynote gathering and everybody stood, she wasn't even up there to speak, she was up there to introduce somebody else and everybody stood yeah. and gave her a standing ovation. That shows you that this is the time to have the conversations that happened this season. Uh, just seeing all of that during the time that we released this whole podcast—it's just—it is the time. The time is now for the, like I said, the black voices and and architecture and and hearing their stories. It was just—it seems like we're in, we're living in history right now, Karen.
0: We are, we are, and we had a great
1: review. Uh,
0: found it on LinkedIn that said. Hidden in Plain Sight is about more than architecture. So, you know, the stories that our guests tell, it goes deeper than the architecture profession. And we want to encourage everyone to tell their stories and to share their stories. And if you have not listened yet, or if you haven't gotten through a full episode, we have our Detroit Design Spotlight that we talk about different uh, design and architecture in the city of Detroit uh, related to some of the things that we've talked with our guests about. But um, we're talking about some great things in Detroit that you may or may not know about, Um, just giving you a little more insight. So check out the spotlight in the middle of the interview and check out the show notes because we've got some great links there that you can click through.
1: Yeah, I mean it. It really is um, shining light um, and and giving a voice to our great city as well, right? And the great state of Michigan. I mean, we we're showing like the history of you know Michigan and Detroit. You know, used to be the Paris of the Midwest, mm-hmm. right? That even gets into the French of our our <laughs> our name of our project Noir Design Party. But all of that history that created that greatness for Detroit um, is still here, and and putting a voice to that. And, and really giving you a bit and letting you know um, there is so much to see here. So yeah, I feel like we're advocating for the greatness that we have here and um, giving a voice to our state and our city, I love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So shout out to Gable Media, our partner here. Thank you for working with us and for the opportunity um, to be part of the network. And follow us, follow Noir Design Party. On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Noir Design Party. That's where you can find us.
1: And NoirDesignParty.com. We're on all the social media outlets. And uh, I can't wait for you to hear season two. All right. <laughs> all
0: right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. See you next year.
1: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Hidden in Plain Sight, and that spelled S-I-T-E, we really would appreciate your rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you know someone else who would love it too, please share it with them. If
0: you're looking for more content like this, Hidden in Plain Sight is part of the Gable Media Network. You can find similar shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-media.com. And before you go, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on the contributions of our upcoming Contemporary and Trailblazing Architects. Want to learn more about the unknown ladies of architecture? Then I recommend you listen to She Builds Podcasts where we tell the stories of remarkable women who have shaped the design and construction industries. Hi, I'm Jessica. I'm Nurjiti. And I'm Lizzie. After we graduated from Syracuse University School of Architecture, we set out to learn and share the untold stories of women that traditional school curriculum left out. One day, there's an announcement on campus that women had been seen wearing, quote, inappropriate clothing. Gasp. What the heck does that mean? Yeah, so it turns out that Ruth and her fellow classmates were these women. They had field classes where they're doing welding, forging, and foundry work. And obviously they have to wear jeans to those classes instead of like dresses or whatever else. While Gertie was in school, she wasn't just going to classes, trying to stay alive like some of us. I know that was me in school, yep. just taking it day by day, yes. mm-hmm. but not Gertie. She became the president of Evigol, an honorary association of Cornell women architects. Of course she did. These are stories not taught in schools. Women who've molded the world of architecture, construction, and development for over a century. From Jane Jacobs to Ray Eames, She Builds Podcast explores the legacies of trailblazers. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform. Let's fill the gaps in history together. All you have to do is follow the link in the show notes and subscribe and be part of a movement to expand industry narratives.